Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a fucking ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is March 17th, 2020, or as we like to call it, Tom Brady Day. We've got, I don't know, 182 days to kick off. I didn't look. <laughs> you was too excited. I've been too excited. Oh, what a crazy, crazy day. All right, let's get uh, fact check follow-ups out of the way. Follow-up. Marcellus Crutchfield is Gerald McCoy's son. It is his stepson, as Molly said. Uh, Gerald was 14 when Marcellus was born, so... That explains the age, how McCoy's pretty young, but has a child. Going into college. Going into college. Yeah, so it's interesting. But for all intents and purposes, he's Gerald's son. He's raised him, from what I understand, so... Yeah, some of the beat writers got messed, got kind of a... Snippy with people for saying it's his stepson. They're like, no, it's definitely his son. He raised him like his son, you know. But there is a distinction there. So anyhow, uh, yeah, Marcellus Crutchfield is going to the University of Oklahoma. Boom. Good for him. Good, good. All right, let's get. Uh, do you want to just get into it, or you want to go through some? Uh, I think we should go through the other moves that happen so that we don't miss those and then we can talk about okay, okay. the big news we're so excited over here we're, we've been like vibrating all day long i got a uh, little bit of news here austin safarian jenkins was arrested again for his third dui if you don't remember he was the tight end for the buccaneers until he got a dui and got kicked off the team uh he was also charged with driving with a suspended license for a previous dui i would assume and one count of operating a vehicle without an ignition interlock device. Which, which is, is the thing that you blow in if you have a DUI. Yeah, so... I've oh. never had a DUI. I've just heard things. Got <laughs> <laughs> to put that qualifier <laughs> on there. Got to put that on How there. How do you know so much about it, Molly? How do you know that, Molly? Yeah, it's a shame for, shame for ASJ. When he went to the Jets and the Patriots, he supposedly got his act together and quit drinking, but it appears as he slid back. He's now out of the league. I don't know if he will make a return after this. I doubt it. Yeah. Sad to Very hear. Very seriously. Alcohol's a demon to a lot of people. Yeah. He might pop in the pop up in the XFL maybe. If they continue to right. play next year. All right. Big news here. Cam Newton is out with the Panthers. And it was kind of dramatic because yeah, everything's dramatic with Cam Newton. Yeah. The, <laughs> Drama Queen. Yeah. The Panthers put out an announcement that said they've agreed to let Cam and his agent look for trade partners. And then Cam made a post on Instagram that was basically in hieroglyph- hieroglyphics. It looked ridiculous. All these weird characters. I don't know how long it took him to type like that, but yeah. it was kind of absurd. He, t- he tweets like a uh, 14-year-old girl. He does. and Dresses he, like one, too. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Or a 90-year-old. I don't know. <laughs> kind of a mix. But he said that it was not his choice. So the Panthers made it out like it was a mutual decision. But apparently Cam was the one that got broken up with. Yeah, and apparently Greg Olson chimed in and he said, sounds familiar. He repeated or replied to Cam Newton. Oh, really? So it looks like they're running everybody out out there. Keekley's gone. Olson's gone. Cam's gone. Cam. Well, they kept Kyle Allen, but I guess he, he'll be the backup. I guess because they brought Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater in. Which is a good signing for them. I like Teddy. I think he's someone you can build a team around. How much did they get? I don't Teddy think they've said yet. I want to say it was right around 24, 25. I think that million. was his market value, but 
I don't know that it's come out. All right, so uh, Teddy Bridgewater has gone to the Panthers. The Saints re-signed Drew Brees for two years. It's a $50 million deal. $25 million a year, probably yeah. guaranteed. Uh, Philip Rivers has gone to the Colts. Who'd the Raiders get? Raiders got, oh, Marcus Mariota went to the Raiders. That's yeah, a very strange one. Yeah, that was crazy. I guess it's a backup. Supposedly, Mike Mayock really liked him during the 2015 draft. You know, he was a draft analyst. Well, Mike Mayock has not been watching football for the past few years then because uh, Mariota is horrible. So, most of the quarterbacks, or all the quarterbacks that Bruce Arians was looking at behind door number two, have pretty much signed elsewhere. Nobody has shown any interest in Jameis Winston that we know of yet. And Teddy Bridgewater's contract with Carolina really decreases Jameis Winston's value. I hope for Jameis' sake that he wasn't holding out for the Bucks, Because as I understand it, the Bucks were talking to both Tom Brady and Jameis. So I just hope that Jameis wasn't expecting the Bucks to come out and keep him. And that's why he didn't talk to anybody else or consider anybody else. I don't know if there's anybody else out there that's I, – I can't – I can't. I have a hard time thinking of anybody who hasn't already filled the position at quarterback that could use Jameis Winston, especially at $30 million a year, you know, or even $25 million a year. I mean, that's Drew Brees' money right there. I, I don't know where he could go as a starter, anyhow. Who's Miami got? Fitzpatrick? He could go to be with Fitzpatrick again. They could do their duolingo lingo thing. I don't know. I hope that he finds somewhere. I really do wish nothing but the best for Jameis. I will still wear my Jameis Winston jersey proudly. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a good dude. I'm really grateful for his time in Tampa. And I do feel a little sad for him. Because I feel like he gave the franchise his all for five years. And it's just over. And you can't blame the franchise. I mean, are you going to sign Tom Brady at $30 million or Jameis Winston at $30 million? That's a no-brainer question right there. Exactly. And if you're going to lose your job to someone, don't you want it to be the GOAT? <laughs> right. I would. But I do feel sad for Jameis. It's a little bittersweet, the whole deal. Especially because with Tom Brady, you know he's a rental. We get him two years. He's going to retire a Patriot, no question. Before we get into all that, let's, okay. let's go. Let's cover some other stuff real quick. Uh, Mike Sherman, a three-plus-year Tampa Bay Times Sports deputy editor, was laid off today. Don't know what that's all about. Uh, maybe we'll get some positive Bucks coverage from the Tampa Bay Times now. Don't know. Don't know what. Uh, how much he had to say about the coverage there, but yeah, we we all know it's it's just a lot of negativity. Has been for a long time. What other trades? or deals do we have happening today? The one that made me the most sad was Carl Nassib is going to the Raiders. We lost Carl Nassib. That one hurt. Yeah. You knew it was probably going to. He can be a starter anywhere. Yeah. And when you have JPP and Shaq Barrett, I mean, he's just going to be a rotational guy in there. Right. That's what he was last year. I'm happy for him to get an opportunity I am sad to see him go, but again, wish him nothing but the best. I think he's a really good football player. Yep, a little bit of depth decreasing on our edges there. Vic Beasley, who was cut from the Colts. The Colts. I mean... Falcons. The Falcons, sorry. He signed with the Titans. It's a one-year deal, $9.5 million. Vernon Hargraves re-signed with the Texans for one year. Robert Quinn... 
is going to the Bears. He signed a five-year, $70 million contract with $50 million guaranteed. Good Lord. They're going to have Khalil Mack. I mean, I mean $30 million guaranteed, not 50 They're going to have Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn? Yep. Wow. Did we talk about JPP's deal? I don't think we did. That was the first free agent signing that we had was to re-sign JPP. We gave him a two-year deal. It's worth $27 million. However, $2 million is in incentives. So it's actually $25 million with a chance to make it up to $27 million. That's per Greg Allman. So that's $12.5 million a year. Yeah, a little bit higher than we expected here when that Molly did her steep. free agency thing. We we said he'd go for about eight, nine million. Yeah, I thought nine million was the ceiling. So underestimated that one. Which is one of the reasons why we probably are not bringing Nassib back. Right. We still haven't heard about Sue. Shaq Barrett, of course, has been locked up with the franchise tag. So Sue's the kind of big one lingering out there. And then Nacho is the last of the defensive linemen we need to worry about, right? So Sue and Nacho. Yeah. But this quarterback situation has really been eating up the majority of the Buck fan base focus, I think. Yeah, yeah. So are you ready to get into it? Yes, let's do it. Okay. All right. According to NFL.com, Ian Rappaport and Schefter have both said Tom Brady is going to the Buccaneers. He's going to sign tomorrow a deal that's worth about $30 million per year. Two years? Is, is it, it a two-year two deal? Yeah, they haven't said the length of it yet. Gotcha. But that's all we know right now is that as it stands, right now, Tom Brady is signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tomorrow. This is just insane. Woo! Woo! <laughs> and we play the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is being played in Tampa this year. I know. Man, I tell you what, guys. If you're not listening to NFL Network or uh, watching Twitter or anything sports-related right now, this is everywhere. Everybody is talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now and Tom Brady. If we get Tom Brady, we are going to be immediately talked about going to the Super Bowl. Everybody's going to put us way up there to go to the Super Bowl, and I'm going to be one of them. I'm going to say that's our that was our last issue we needed to solve to get to the Super Bowl. If we if we keep this defense intact, they play the way they did, we got our coaching staff intact, we got our rod receivers intact, offensive line stayed intact, man, we're 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 going, guys. We're going. We're definitely going to the playoffs. There's no getting around that. Andy Benoit on Twitter, I think that's how you say his name. <laughs> Benoit. <laughs> how do you say it? I don't know. I don't think I've ever said it out loud. Ben Benoit? Ben Benoit. Maybe. He posted a screenshot of Ticketmaster for season tickets for the Bucks, oh. and there are 2,361 people ahead of him. It's like a wait oh, yeah, the to sta- get season tickets. The stadium is going to be packed every game. Uh, we are going to get more national football games than we've gotten in forever. Uh, we'll probably get at least three, I would think. Get- Absolutely. And for us to play Drew Brees twice a year... I think those will be prime oh, candidates yeah. Drew for... Drew Brees and Tom Brady yeah. going at it twice the a year. The Senior Bowl. That's <laughs> <laughs> a Senior Bowl. You're cruel. You are such an ageist. Because <laughs> I'm not old yet, but you ne- you once never, I get there... You never give up an opportunity to stick the knife in and twist it, do you? You know what? You're going to be old one day, if you're lucky. But I'll always have much older friends, so <laughs> it's all relative. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people are saying that our offensive line is 
One of the reasons why Tom Brady would not come to the Buccaneers and a lot of uh, Patriot fans and other people are saying that he's going to get killed behind our offensive line. I disagree with that 100%. I think our offensive line did great last year, especially in pass protection, run blocking, not so good. But pass protection, they did great. And uh, I'm in the process of doing a video now showing the comparison between Tom Brady and Jameis Winston, some of the things that I think that Winston had a problem with, like being able to read the field, getting the happy feet, and stuff like that. Tom Brady is excellent in those things. Tom Brady avoids sacks differently than Jameis Winston does. Jameis Winston will feel pressure and he'll run. You know, Tom Brady glides around in the pocket. He's very, very good at that. And I think that our offensive line, not only do they play well, they did good protection with Jameis last year. The stats may not show it, but they did. Uh, A lot of that is due to, you know, Jameis Winston scrambling, getting happy feet. You know, he gets sacked a lot doing that. But Tom Brady... He glides around the pocket, but he gets rid of the ball quickly. If he feels pressure, he'll get rid of the ball. But what the offensive line is going to do, these guys, you know right now they are so excited, but at the same time they've got a knot in their stomach because it's up to them to protect Tom Brady. You do not want to be the guy that goes down in history as being the one who got Tom Brady injured. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? I don't think they will. No, no, they're definitely going to step it up. It's one of the things with Jameis Winston. I felt that he didn't have the bond with his offensive line that a quarterback needs to have. I think a lot of it is because he would scramble around in the backfield when he didn't have to, and it really caused a lot of stress and pressure for the offensive line to try and figure out where he was at, which direction to protect, and all that good stuff. I'm going to show it in the video a little bit better, but you know, Tom Brady was very, very, he's very good at you know, just gliding around and staying in that pocket, you know, and just, you know, working with his offensive linemen. Whereas Jameis Winston, he wanted to do things his way. If he felt pressure, you know, he would shoot up between offensive linemen or, you know, run to the outside edge. And, you know, Donovan Smith would be out there blocking somebody and had no idea Jameis Winston was over there. And his guy would uh, just shoot over and sack Jameis Winston. He was too quick to try to do it all. Yes. Right. And these guys, this offensive line, this goes for the rest of the team, too, but especially the offensive line. They know they can't screw up because Tom Brady is going to get in their face. He is the kind of leader that Bruce Arians wants. He's a locker room leader and he demands perfection from everybody on the field, especially his offensive line. Because Tom Brady's never played with a bad offensive line before. And not that we have a bad offensive line. It's not as elite as New England's, but I think it can get there. Absolutely, especially if you've got the goat on your ass. <laughs> goat, goat on your ass. I will. That's a visual. I'll be- <laughs> I didn't want it in my head right now. Yeah, it's going to totally change our team in so many different ways. You know, the respect we're going to get from everybody across the league, That I mean, that's going to be sky high. I don't know. There's a lot of people that really hate Tom Brady in the league. Well, you can hate him all you want, but you got to respect him. That's true. Ain't no getting around that. And you know everybody in our division is just going, oh, crap. You have got to be kidding me. Especially the Panthers. <laughs> Rebuild. That's that's two two free wins a year right there for us. Yeah, Atlanta is probably shaking in their boots. New Orleans is going, oh, man, they thought they had this division wrapped up. Nope. We were so close last year, so close to being a really good elite football team, man. According to my calculations, Jameis Winston cost us at least three games that that number grows every time you say it. <laughs> I think in the podcast you, you said ta- two. What are you talking about, man? He cost us four two, games. Two, maybe three. 
Four games. I I have never wavered from saying it cost us five games, Jameis Winston. Here's what I think Tom Brady brings to the Buccaneers. That accountability and the leadership that B.A. wants and looks for in a quarterback. It is hard as a quarterback to hold the rest of your team accountable when you're coughing the ball up 30 times in a season. And it's also hard to follow a leader who doesn't have a winning record. You know, Jameis Winston has never won here. He's a, I think he's got the drive to win. I do too. But when you, you know, when you, when you got people following you, you have to have those credentials, you know. and Eventually Tom, they stop believing you. Right. And we don't have a lot of players on our team that have that winning resume. Uh, Sue, you know, he made it to the Super Bowl with the Rams. Uh, Bo Allen, he made it to the Super Bowl and won it with the Eagles. Uh, JPP won it with the Giants. Other than that, I can't think of anybody on our team that's got... Does Jensen with the Ravens? Yeah, good question. But the vast majority of our team are people who have either played with the Buccaneers for a while, and of course, you know, we haven't won for a while. Or, you know, they've come from, you know, like Cleveland. Well, Nassib's not with us anymore. But, you know, they come from uh, losing teams, too. So this is going to change the mentality in the locker room 100%. You know it's never going to be Tom Brady's fault for a loss. Everybody's going to know that. (laughs) So they're not going to want to lose because it'll be going to be easy to pin the loss on somebody else. It's never going to be Brady's fault. It's going to be so crazy to have a quarterback of this caliber. Buccaneers have never had this before. We've always had the good quarterbacks that become good after they leave the Buccaneers. We've never had a quarterback of this pedigree come to the Buccaneers and play for a championship. It's never happened. We had uh, Vinny Testaverde. He went out after we kicked him out of town. He had a pretty decent career. Uh, Doug Williams, he went won a Super Bowl after he left Tampa Bay. Trent Dilfer, he went and won a Super Bowl after Tampa Bay. Steve Young went and won multiple Super Bowls after leaving Tampa Bay. So this is the first time we've had it happen the other way around, where we are getting a Super Bowl champion quarterback to captain our ship. Man, this is going to be the craziest year in Buccaneers history. I thought the John Gruden signing and us winning the Super Bowl that year was the craziest year. This is going to be a lot more intense than that. This morning, I woke up and there was an announcement from Tom Brady where he told the Patriots fan base that he's not coming back. Yeah, that's the first thing she did. She texted me this morning. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's one step closer. Right. And I wonder why he decided not to go back. Because Robert Kraft has let it be known that if Tom wanted to come back, they would have made it happen. So this was 100% his choice. Well, we assume. I mean, just like Kraft is saying that, you know, the the Carolina Panthers, they said the same thing. You know, I think team owners try to, when they know of releasing a player is going to upset the fan base, that they try to make it seem like it's a mutual deal or it's the player's decision. So we don't really know. We'll probably find out later. But as it stands now, Kraft is saying that it was Tom Brady's choice. So Tampa Bay, the Super Bowl is being held in Tampa Bay this year. We could be the first team to play a, a, a literal home field advantage in the Super Bowl. It's never happened before. We could do it. We're going to do it. We got it this year. Tom Brady. God, Tom Brady throwing the Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. And you know who is going to be the number one receiver most likely? Scotty Miller. Little speedy Scotty Miller. I mean, that He does is, love those tiny yeah. slot guys. Yeah. And I wonder if Arians is going to put him in the slot. I wonder how much Brady's going to change 
this offense, you know, as far as the play calling, because it was reported that Brady would go to the Buccaneers if they were willing to give up play calling and let him make decisions on roster stuff, too. So we'll see about all that, don't know. I think the roster stuff is a little much, but play calling, game plan, playbook, I'm good with all that. I tell you, man, say what you want about Jason Light, but he got us Bruce Arians. They got us Tom Brady. Tom Brady probably wouldn't have come here without Bruce Arians. You know, we've only got two, maybe three years of this, maybe just one. I don't know. But, you know, Arians is only going to play, only going to coach for a couple years. Brady's probably only going to play for a couple years. So this is it, Bucks fans. That's our shot. I would imagine somebody like Todd Bowles or somebody on the staff is going to become the next coach. So we're probably going to stay intact a lot as far as coaching staff and philosophy goes. But still, we are built to win right now. We are a Super Bowl team. If our defensive, if our defensive front plays like they have been playing, you know they're basically unstoppable. They, you can't run the ball on us, and we are going to get to your quarterback. And if our secondary can play like they did the second half of the year, oh my gosh. They were they were incredible. I cannot imagine being a young player and going into the locker room and not just fanboying oh, all over Tom Brady. You got to figure most of these guys on the Buccaneers grew, grew up, up watching Tom Brady win Super Bowls. Yeah, they have got to be going out of their minds. Earl Watford posted on Twitter earlier, uh, way before Tom Brady was signed. He was like Tom Brady to the Bucks! Exclamation point! And then he was like. He said something else. I can't remember what it was. It was like fantastic or awesome or something like that. JPP made a video and said, mentioned Tom Brady coming here. I forget what he said. Something like, I don't know. He he mentioned it in his video on Instagram. So I, and didn't you say Shaq Barrett said it? Oh, yeah. Shaq Barrett said it uh, last week. He said, hey, if Tom Brady wants to come to Tampa Bay, he's coming. He will be our quarterback. So, you know, yeah, Shaq Barrett's got to be thrilled to death with this. All of them have to be. You know, Chris F. Mike Evans has got to be thrilled. Chris Godwin, man, these guys. Chris Godwin's going to have to give up that number 12. Yeah, got to give up number 12, dude. Unless Tom Brady goes back to, what was it, number 10 or something? Didn't he have number 10 in college? I can't remember. But, no, I think he will keep number 12. I mean, Tom Brady has kept, he's got this whole franchise around TB12. He's got his diet plans and all that good stuff. He's got a... Basically, a whole company. Isn't his production company called TB12, too? I don't remember. No, no. Anyhow, the number 12 is big for Tom Brady. Not so much with Chris Godwin. He has been using it since high school, but he's going to make a good payday getting uh, renting it out to Tom Brady for a couple years. I think when Rivas got the Brady from from Barron, he, he paid him $50,000 for it, wasn't it? I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. That'll be a fact check follow-up. How happy must they be in the AFC East <laughs> to see him gone? <laughs> I know. The Dolphins are racking up number one picks and uh, or number first round picks. The Bills made it to the playoffs last year, so Yes, I mean those teams in the AFC East and the fans there have got to be just they're probably more ecstatic than we are. They have twenty years they've been getting whooped by Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Now that dynasty is over. Who are the Patriots gonna get as a quarterback? Oh my gosh, Jameis Winston. Somebody else mentioned that, too. I just thought of that. Because that's one of the things that we've kind of uh, talked about all day is that nobody has shown any interest in James Winston that we know of. Did we just talk about that on the podcast? We did. Okay. I'm See, repeating we've been myself. talking about it all day. Yeah, so. I'm like loopy. I feel like I've been drinking almost. <laughs> You're high on that, Tom Brady. They could be drafting somebody. I'm sure they got stuff up their sleeve. I don't think they're worried about this at all. Yeah. 
Well, Belichick did not seem like he really wanted Tom Brady back. You know, it just seemed like he didn't uh, care one way or the care other. Care one way or the other from from everything I had seen. It is so crazy. I did not think Tom Brady was going to come here. I'm not going to lie. I think we talked about it in the podcast at the end of the season. And my whole thing was, you know, it's just Arians would have to change his whole offensive system because Arians' system, you know, I mean, it's an Air Coriel system. I mean, it, it's predicated on throwing the ball a lot downfield. And that's just not Tom Brady's forte. You know, he's a more of a West Coast offensive guy. You know, he's timed routes, hit receivers in stride, crossing routes, short routes, curls, hooks. You know, he'll choke the ball five yards down the field and expect his receiver to get 15. You know, we don't we don't play like that. So it's going to be interesting. I think it'll probably be a, a hybrid, a combination of the two. Now, Bruce Arians always has short routes, too, but he prefers his quarterback to go for the deep routes if he sees something there. Well, Tom Brady can make a deep throw. Oh, yeah, there's no question But he's that. not throwing it, you know. Not like Winston not is. Not like Winston, yeah. You know. Winston absolutely has the edge on Tom Brady when it comes to the deep ball. There's no question about that. Yeah, I mean, because Winston would throw the ball, you know, 10, 15 times a game that were, you know, 20-plus yard passes. You're not going to see that from Tom Brady. You know what I just thought about? I really need Winston to get a starting job somewhere so we can see if his eyes are fixed and if that was the problem. Yes, I do want to see how much of an improvement his eyesight was because the guy just threw way too many interceptions. And they they were just, a lot of them were just bad decisions. Bad decisions. And it was almost like he couldn't see that there was somebody there that could intercept the ball. Like that last one, the very last interception he threw. It was so funny. First first pass he ever threw with the Buccaneers was a pick six. The last pass he ever threw with the Buccaneers was a pick six. But he threw that interception, and it was just a bad decision, but it was almost like he didn't see the guy standing right there that was able to just step right in front of Brayton and run it in. So we'll see. That was, that's, a, that's an interesting thing. We need Jameis Winston to be, to be a starter somewhere so we can see if his eyesight's gotten any better. I think he's a starting caliber quarterback. I do. I do not expect to see Tom Brady getting 5,000-plus yards this year. Oh, no, absolutely not. No. But we're definitely not going to see the 30 interceptions this year either. I don't give a crap about records if we're going to the playoffs. Oh, we're going to playoffs. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. I'm putting money on it tomorrow. That's what we said last (laughs) offseason. Well, that's because I'm a hype man. I'm a hype man. But this is serious. For real this time, though. this This is objectively. I don't see how we can't go to the playoffs. Unless everybody on our team gets hurt. Or, you know, I mean, there's always something. But as far as skill-wise and talent, oh, my gosh. We're, we're, we are a really, really, really good football team, especially with the GOAT in there. Oh, my gosh. We're scary good. And watch Rojo pick his game up, too. Well, I was just thinking about that. What are we going to do about a run game? I think everybody's game is going to shoot through the roof. You're, you're going to want to be out there and play at the highest level you can. With Jameis Winston, these guys knew they had a lot of leeway because they knew he was going to screw up. So it was okay for them to screw up. Tom Brady's not going to screw up. You know, he just doesn't make mistakes. And he's got such high expectations. I remember there was somebody on his team he heard complaining in the locker room because they didn't make the pro ball. Yeah. And he basically said, I'm not here for pro balls. I'm here for rings. So you need to get it together. And Tom Brady wants championship rings. I mean, he says his favorite Super Bowl ring is his next one. He came here because he thinks this team gives him the best chance at winning another title. Ah, that's an interesting point. Someone who's been in the game for so long is a student of the game. 
to be able to evaluate another team and see what's there, what's needed. That's probably a good point. I think one of the big selling points for Tom Brady was our defense. I think it was B.A. Oh, yeah, definitely B.A., definitely B.A. But I think he sees that defense and he goes, man, they've got something there that I could really work with. Yeah. You know? You know, and that's the thing with Jameis. If he just cut the interceptions in half. Yeah, yeah. You know, we could have had a real shot at winning more of those games. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like I said, Jameis Winston cost us, what, six games? (laughs) (laughs) You are so funny. Uh, No, three games for sure. Three games you can point to directly. uh, The Tennessee game, the Atlanta game, the last Atlanta game, and the Houston game. Was it the Tennessee game or Houston? I can't remember. There was three games where you could say those interceptions by Jameis Winston cost us the game. So that's three games right there. You know, that would have put us at 10 and 6. Then if Matt Gabe would have made a field goal in New York, <laughs> that would put us in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's those little things that I think Tom Brady is going to come and change. You know, just that little bit more effort that players are going to put in. They don't want, they're not going to want to mess up because when you mess up, Tom Brady's going to be pointing at you. And when Tom Brady points at you, everybody points at you. You know, with the way the Buccaneers have been, we've had all kinds of excuses. You know, we have Winston's interceptions. And when that happens, it allows everybody else to go, well, you know, if he, if the leader of our team can go out there and mess up, then I can mess up every now and then. It's no big deal. I think also you have everybody kind of pointing at each other. I mean, Jameis could point at the kicker, and the kicker could point at the defense, and the defense could point at no run game. You know, it's like we have all these different groups that aren't necessarily performing up to par. Right. Yeah, and and a lot of them fail when they need to be excellent. You know, it's like Matt Gay was a great kicker last year, except uh, that kick against New York Giants and the, the kicks against the Falcons. You know, other than that, he was pretty good the rest of the year, but... His not kicking well in those two games cost us games. When he needed to come out on the field and kick a fifty-yarder to win, he didn't. He couldn't do it. So, I think Tom Brady's going to elevate people to, you know, the level to where they will not make mistakes. And I don't think that our team is lacking in talent at all. I think what our team lacked in was uh, strong leadership at the quarterback position, and you know, we just we made simple mistakes that cost us. And I think those two things are going away. We now have the ultimate leader at quarterback, and he's not going to allow people to make simple mistakes. Here's JPP. He just posted this on Instagram. You got to check this out. So I did a quick video earlier and said, man, what if? Right? I ain't no numb. But now the what if is like, is he? I keep hearing it, but if he is coming to Tampa. Somebody's a championship. Oh, but wait, wait, wait. Let me not get too excited. We're going to try our hardest to get y'all to the playoffs and then get to the championship. All right, I ain't going to get too excited. All right, Tim Bay fans, we're going to get what y'all want. <laughs> How awesome is that? You ought to see that. Go, go check out his video on Instagram, too. It's hilarious. He's, you can tell he's just really holding himself back. He's just like, he wants to scream for joy. That is awesome. That's JPP. That's our defensive leader right there. Excited to have Tom Brady in the house. I'm excited. A little sad for Jay. Again, it's it's bittersweet. Yeah, it really I is. think it's it the really right is. decision for the team. I do. Once Jameis signs somewhere, I think I'll feel better. 
It'll be interesting to see how some of the younger guys react who have played with Jameis this whole time, basically. Mike Evans, Donovan, Godwin, the running backs. Uh, They've got a tight group, Ali Marpet. So I am curious to see how that goes, how it goes with them. Donovan Smith and Ali Marpet have never played with another quarterback. There, There is a lot of pressure on the offensive line. Yeah. Let's be real here. Let's be real, It's real. like what you said earlier. They can't get Tom Brady killed. Could you imagine being that guy going out, having Tom Brady knocked out of the game, the GOAT? I think it's just going to take one time then getting him hit and him chewing him out, and that'll be enough. Like, get it over with. It's like B.A. They've all had B.A. get in their face. This is going to be so interesting. It's going to be all eyes on Tampa for the rest of the season. Yes. Which is a little frightening. We had some hype at the beginning of last season. We were conductors of the hype train. Yes, we were. But we did have some media people in the national media that thought we were a sleeper. And it didn't come to fruition. So here we are. We got Tom Brady. The NFL's looking at us. I've had people text me that don't even watch football to ask me about it. So it's a big deal. Yeah, I'm surprised. My mom will probably ask me too next time I see her. So I heard y'all got Tom Brady. That's how she talks, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's not listening to this podcast. (laughs) She doesn't know what a podcast is. You're fine. That's true. So, yeah, another player in Tampa Bay history who had number 12 was Trent Dilfer. He was our other quarterback. He wore number 12. Interesting. Yeah. Little little Bucks trivia nugget there. I'm excited. A little sad for Jameis. Ian Rappaport gave an interview where he said there's not a whole lot of market for Jameis. I mean, all the jobs have basically been filled up today. And so he doesn't think that there's a starting job for Jameis anywhere. Gosh, could you imagine if Jameis Winston goes as a backup? Oof, talk about fall from grace. Speaking of backup, I think now would be a prime opportunity for the Buccaneers to draft somebody and develop them behind Tom. Yeah, you said that earlier, and I agree with you. I think it'd be an excellent opportunity to find somebody in that same mold that could learn a lot from Tom Brady. But then we've always got Ryan Griffin back there. That guy has probably got a ton of knowledge from all the quarterbacks he's seen. He is 30, but... He's never taken a hit. I know. <laughs> He's never taken an NFL and snap. And clearly, quarterbacks are la- lasting until they're almost 50. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan, Ryan Griffin's been in the league, what, seven years and has never taken an NFL snap. No, I think he did come in. No. Right this year when Jameis went out. Oh, that's right. Wasn't there that time? There was a game. One game. It was like the end. Yeah, I just looked it up and it says that uh, Ryan Smith, had, I mean, Ryan Griffin has thrown for. Four attempts last year, two completions, 18 yards. His long was for 13 yards. So, yeah, okay. So, anyhow, he's always an option as a backup. He is an option. Greg Allman just tweeted an update to the Ticketmaster wait list. It is now at 6,759. Man, the Glazers have got to be rubbing their coins together, man. They are so happy. (laughs) That's 6,000 people on the season ticket Buccaneer waiting list right now. And all I can think of is for the last five years, how many Bucks fans have said, I've been a season pass holder for, mm-hmm. you know, this many years and yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. Yep. Prices are going up this year, family. It's going to be awesome to see that stadium filled, though. Hopefully. Yeah, it will. This is an exciting time. 
Change is always hard. And I just want to fully eat some crow here that I said I was 100% certain that Jameis was coming back. That's right. I didn't want to bring that up because okay. I don't want to do sleep it. on the couch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was wrong there. This stuff is crazy. You just never know. You never know what's going to happen, man. I mean, it still hasn't happened yet. Right. It this could is, this has happened through. plenty of times before where, you know, these, uh, these in principle agreements go out the window at signing time. And the Bucks have been the victim of that before. Quite a few times. Quite a few times. So the deadline to sign, or we can sign him at 4 o'clock tomorrow. So hopefully Wednesday. at 4.01 we'll know. Exactly. Hopefully they'll tweet a picture of him in the new uniform. I don't know. I think I, I read somewhere it. where they're not having players, free agency signings, they're not having players travel and uh, take pictures and stuff. Which makes know. sense, but Tom Brady probably has a personal photographer. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, just, that's what rich not, people do. <laughs> if not, he'll just borrow Giselle's. <laughs> right. Giselle. What is her name? Giselle, Giselle. 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 Yeah. What's those things in Africa that run around? Gazelle. Gazelles. Okay. Great. Now you're totally going to get confused. You're going to call her Gazelle. <laughs> that's what I always think of when, I, when she looks like a gazelle. Anyhow, when she's pronounced Giselle. Gazelle. What is it? Giselle. I better learn that because I'll probably be saying I it a know. lot for the next couple of years. Giselle. Giselle makes you tongue-tied. You know, it's funny. We had talked about TMZ on here the other day about how accurate they are. They said earlier in the day, just about before anybody else, that Tom Brady was signing with the Buccaneers. Really? I thought yeah. Ka- Colin Coward was the first one. I thought that he they picked the up one. his report. Yeah, it might have been. But they reported on it anyhow. And you know when TMZ reports on something, it's true. It's true. <laughs> And but hasn't Joe Bucks fan also been talking about this for weeks? Don't know that. Brady Not was that he was, just the possibility that he could come here. Oh, everybody has been right. I mean, you're getting people coming out of the woodwork saying, "I predicted this, I predicted this," and you look back and they predicted all kinds of stuff, and this just happens to be one of the things that they predicted. Yeah, I had a story saved earlier where Joe Bucks fan reported that Melvin Gordon. They've been talking. They've been hot after him for at least a year that I can remember. That the Bucks were in contention for him, but I bet oh, a finalist for Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I don't want a big money back like that. No, no, it's another situation where you look at you know Melvin Gordon played with the Chargers, and then he gets hurt, and Austin Eckler comes in and plays just as well. You know, so it makes you go, eh, it's probably not the running backs; it's probably the offensive line. Joe Buck's fan was reporting a tweet from Michael Fabiano that said that we were a finalist with Atlanta and Miami. For Melvin Gordon? Yeah. So, we'll see. Oh, didn't you say the Falcons let go of Devontae Freeman? Yes, apparently. Which is a huge surprise, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Melvin Gordon go there. Carl Nassau, uh, we had said he went to the Raiders. He got a three-year, $25 million contract. Whoa! Good yeah. for him getting paid. He deserves it. Every penny. $17 million was fully guaranteed. Wow. Good for him. He's got $3 million in incentive bonuses, too. Awesome. So could have a max value of $28 million. Yeah, good for you, Carl. Ugh. Do we play them I this hate year? That. I think we do. I know we play the Chargers. Well, that's that division. Don't you touch our new quarterback, Carl. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm excited. Sad, excited. It's probably like 70-30, excited to sad. I am sad for Jameis. That sucks. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, the guy did what he could here for... He gave us us all and... He did. You know, we drafted him number one. It's that rough side of the business. That's how the cookie crumbles, man. It does. 
it is a weird thing. You know, I grew up in the age where football before free agency and all that good stuff. And, you know, teams were together for years and years and years and years. Basically, when you got drafted or got on a team, you were on it until you retired. And, you know, now there's so much movement that goes on in the offseason that, that teams are completely different from one year to the next. We are surprisingly intact. Usually about 30% of your starters leave, you know. And uh, this year we ain't got too many, and we're looks like we're replacing some parts with some upgrades. Yeah, and that was my whole point was that I really didn't want to see us lose a lot of people, but there were, were certain areas where we could definitely upgrade. I think running back is one, but quarterback we'd definitely upgrade in. Now if we could just get Sue locked in, I will be happy. Yeah, depending on what uh, Brady's salary looks like. You you pegged Brady at thirty three million a year is what you said in your free agency forecasting. Yeah, yeah, I'll, it's gonna be around that area. So you know, Sue's probably gonna get. Well, gosh, if JPP got twelve and a half million, well, Sue got nine million last year, right? Yeah, nine and a half. Yeah, so, so he'll I probably predicted get about, about the same. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. We can squeeze that one in. They just need to make it a priority now that quarterback is done. I don't want to see him testing free agency. That's the thing. Yeah. Right. Remember last year when we had 49 days between home games? We had that horrible, horrible schedule the first part of the year. Yeah. Where we we went to London. We went to every other stadium Seattle. on the planet. Yeah, we, we were flying from London to Seattle. It was, it was nuts. That's not going to happen again. They are not going to do that with Tom Brady on this team. We had zero Sunday night games, zero Monday night football games, and one early season Thursday night football game. I, I think it was like week four, week three. Yeah, guess what? That's going to be totally different this year. I'm telling you, we're going to get at least three nationally broadcast games. Especially playing in a division with Drew Brees, I think. That's yeah, they'll probably be a have a huge draw. Yeah, they're going to have the Buccaneers New Orleans matchup, at least one of them on national TV. Especially at the New Orleans Stadium because they really fill it up. I think they're good fodder for primetime games. So that's going to bring us in a bunch of fans. And just Tom Brady coming here himself is going to bring us in a bunch of fans. And like you said, 6,000 lit. That, and, they, and he hasn't even signed yet, and there's already a waiting list of 6,000 people for season tickets. Man, that's, that's nuts. Craziness. And it's awesome. And I bet a lot of those people are Bucks fans who have just kind of been waiting for the team to put the pieces together. Yeah, I imagine most of them are Buck fans. Or people in Tampa area, anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> who are bandwagon fans. <laughs> going, oh, I'm going to get my season tickets now to see Tom Brady. Good. I don't care what it takes. Just fill that stadium up. Go out there and make some noise. Noise. It's going to be awesome. We got to go see Tom Brady play oh, definitely. for the Buccaneers. And I'm, that's for, I'm going out buying a jersey. Yeah, me too. Yeah, immediately. I will wear both my Tom Brady but and my James Winston jersey. I'm waiting till the new uniforms come out. Oh, yeah, And he's definitely. going to present the new uniform. You know, it's going to be probably him, Shaq. Shaq, Mike Evans. Oh, yeah, Mike Evans. And either Sue or JPP. That's if they do four. Heck, they might no, do no, the they'll thing. do Devin White. Oh, that's because that's, that's their guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be Devin White, Mike Evans, Tom Brady, and Levante David. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yep. That'd be so cool. And Tom Brady will be the only non-Buccaneer draft pick in that group. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows how it's all going to work? So that's exciting, man. We're going to have Tom Brady in the new Buccaneers uniform. It's a new team. Dawn of a new day. Dawn of a new era. At least for the next couple years. Yeah, two years. I'm good with that. Two-year era. 
I'm good with that. And we know what we're getting. He's a rental. <laughs> we know what we're getting. We're renting a Maserati. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you go to, to the uh, Hertz rent-a-car and you're like, yeah. okay. The salesperson is like, well, here we have a Volkswagen Beetle <laughs> that you're going to rent for $12 a day. Or you got this shiny Maserati over here. Hell yeah, that's what we did when we went to the um, practice. Yeah, we what, got the what was it we, we got a Jag. Jaguar, Jaguar, <laughs> which was so funny it because fun. I had never driven a car that stopped. When you stop it, the engine shuts off. Yeah. Never driven that, that before. Was weird. So I'm freaking out, thinking there's something wrong with this car. We almost called them. Yeah. And then you looked in the dash in the uh, glove compartment and got the manual. No, we looked it up online. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's these new cars that try new to fangled technology. Yeah. So I was freaking out. It's kind of an upgrade from the Kia. We're not used to that type of Luxury. (laughs) (laughs) We'll probably be back out with another podcast tomorrow once we get some contract details. And hopefully we'll have some more signings, including Mr. Sue. It looks like Brady wore number 10 in college when he was at the Wolverines, Michigan. He's getting number 12. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, no doubt about it. But the last time he wore number 10 in college, he was in Florida when he did it. The game in Florida against Alabama. Is that just off the top of your head? No, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I'm sitting here reading Twitter feeds. It's going crazy. Twitter's just been going nuts all day. I love it. It was really, it's been a good distraction. Last year, free agency sucked so bad because we couldn't sign anybody really. And this year, I really needed the distraction, I think. It's been a good, good distraction. So, yeah, coronavirus? What coronavirus? We got Tom Brady. He's the cure to the coronavirus. He's definitely a cure to the quarantine. Yeah. Doldrums. I know. You need to get a video up. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah, working Y'all on it. put the pressure on Ralph. Working on it tomorrow. That's my plan for tomorrow. Hopefully I'll have it out by the time he signs. Do it. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us tonight. If you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, we're at Bucks underscore Observer. By email, you can reach me at mollybay at buccaneersobserver.com or ralph at buccaneers or <laughs> Ralph at buccaneersobserver.com. See, it is the apps. So many apps many to run me apps. off. Yeah. At, at. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We're on Facebook and on the YouTubes, so you can just search for us there. Till next time. Go Bucks.